Petersfield's Shine Radio. Hello, I'm Claire Venice. And I'm Joff Lacey. We're celebrating with a walk. And a big dick and some football in this week's Peapod. If you love Petersfield. I love the square. The hangers. The open air swimming pool. Lots of fun shops. Then the Peapod loves you. It's just a nice town. Everything Petersfield is in the Peapod with Claire Venice and Joff Lacey. Thank you for joining us in the Peapod. This week we find out why local charity Homestart Butzer is celebrating their 25th anniversary with a summer solstice dust till dawn walk. We also hear about an archaeological big dig coming to town soon and how the six-a-side tournament in Petersfield is growing year on year. And with any luck, we'll have some dust-till-dawn reaction from Shine Radio's Stephen Martin, who took part in the Homestart Butzer's solstice walk. Let's just hope he hasn't fallen asleep along the way. The P stands for Petersfield. It's like the best town ever. <laughs> the Peapod. Hello, Claire. Hello, Joff. How are you? Very well. Yourself? Yeah, I'm well, thank you. I'm well. I'm Good. enjoying this beautiful evening. It's, it's a lovely evening. The sun is is up. Uh, we're coming to the longest day of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's lovely. It is lovely. Just reminds me, to say, over the weekend we just finished Canterbury Towers and we all stayed, uh, some of us stayed over at Butts Ancient Farm. And it was great. Okay, it did rain during the night, but we stayed, slept in the roundhouse. So it was, didn't get dark till about 10 o'clock. Lovely. Nice to wake up to that gorgeous yes. view, I imagine. Yes, and we had, we had cooked breakfast in one of the houses on, on, over a fire, which was lovely. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Like your inner caveman that, coming well, out, Well, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> well, another lovely evening, and hopefully morning for the walkers on the Dust Till Dawn walk. Yeah, so would you be able to do 18.4k? Yeah, I like yeah. a good walk. I haven't walked that far for quite a while. But I think if you're with a group, yes. you, that energy keeps you going, doesn't it? Yes, it, it does. It does. I mean, you've done some big walks over the Very over much the so, yeah. But this time last year, about 24 miles. Yeah. So, uh, yes. We've Not got tempted to, to, to do this one? No, because I couldn't get the time off work. Oh, and there's no way you could do <laughs> six, 15 miles and then go straight to work. It's not going to happen. No. No, absolutely not. So, but, uh, you know, a little bit, tinged with a little bit of envy with yes. everyone getting ready to go on the buses this evening because the energy was great and, yep. and lots of excitement. They're all looking forward to it, aren't they? Yeah, there's quite a number of people doing it. So, Claire, it's been a busy time in your household. Mm. A-levels, GCSEs. How's it going? Come to an end. Come to an end, Come has it? Come to an end. Those four or so weeks of exams, two before half term and two after half term, you know, felt like a... A long time, actually, but they've yeah, now come to an end. Two years, all done and dusted, of hard work. The last four weeks have been pressure. But, yeah, you've got now the summer to relax. And what are your plans? Oh, you, say, you say I relax? <laughs> <laughs> I think the kids relax. Right. I end up becoming more of a taxi driver than I have been. Well, even more than normal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, you know, but actually, so my 16-year-old... Uh, is already baking dinner, uh, baking cakes, making dinner. You know, she's not one to sit down right. and stay still for very long. So I'm actually quite looking forward to this summer. Maybe, oh, maybe I might have some dinners cooked and, uh, you know, have a bit of chance to, to rest. I don't know. But actually, it's lovely that they finished. Yep. And all that hard work. Oh, it's a lot of work, a lot of stress. Yes. You just feel they can just sort of breathe a bit now and, and hopefully relax, enjoy their time. Good, good. That's a relief. Yes, Excellent. but I do feel for the 12-year-old <laughs> Yeah, still has to get herself up early in the morning and go to school. So another, another month of school, is it? Yes, pretty much. About three weeks to go. Right, OK. Yeah. OK. Bayho, summer's in sight, summer's in sight. So have you got plans for the summer, Joff? Not really, no. 
We're not going away. We might go and do a couple of days. We're doing a few home improvements this summer. So that'll be taking up most of the finances and the time. So uh, Enjoying your garden, maybe. Enjoying my garden, which... Um, yeah, I did do some weed and feed, and it's not feed. It's not. It's not weeded or feeded it very well. <laughs> Might I, be the weather. <laughs> I, just, uh, I tell you what, me and gardening is. It, it, it's. I'm useless. I think it's a technical oh, term. Oh no! I think you know. Keep trying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you had your spuds yet? No, no. Not yet. No, they, the the leaves seem to be drooping a little bit now. Is that? But we've watered them, so is now the time to start thinking. Possibly. It depends if you want new potatoes or if you're going to wait for them to be a bit oh, bigger. Oh, I don't know now. Yeah, you've got to think don't, about it. You've got to think about that now. <laughs> too tired to think, Claire. Oh, Joe, we'll leave them in a bit longer then. Yeah, I think so. When, when you're ready. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um, now Claire, it's coming up to the summer. We normally take a break. We're going to take an extended break this year, haven't we? Coming up to nearly four years of doing the pea pod. So, only a couple more pea pods before our summer break and we will be taking probably extended six seven week break this this year but i think we need it don't we claire i think we do you know and we have like you said four years that's a long time yeah and we take breaks occasionally but i think time to recharge our batteries joff i think so but all being well we're not going away for good if you'd like to host us if you've got anything coming up in in the autumn where you think yeah i'd love to get the peapod along we would love to come and join you if you've got an event you want to promote a charity you want to raise the profile of please do get in touch with us at shine radio and we would love to come and see you but as we say it's time for us to take a break for the summer as i say we love to hear from you so if you have a story you'd like us to cover or just like to say hi please do call or whatsapp's on 01730 555 500 or you can email team at shineradio.uk Coming up, the Big Dig is coming to Petersfield. But first, who came up with the idea of Dust Till Dawn Walk? Homestart Butzer is a family support charity with a network of trained volunteers in East Hampshire. The charity aims to provide vital help and support to families with young children who are going through challenging times. Not only are they there for parents when they need them the most, but their support can ensure the children flourish. And the charity is celebrating its 25th anniversary this month with a dusk till dawn walk along the South Downs Way during the summer solstice in association with Churches College and the Sustainability Centre. The moonlight trek covers 18.4 kilometres, ending at the top of Butzer Hill. Here to tell us more is Homestart Butzer's Ski Manager, Nicola Winter. Hello Nicola, how are you? Hi, really well. A little bit nervous. Got a big hike ahead. 18.4k. Have you ever walked that far before in one go? I have, but not through the night. Right. And there are quite a few hills, but there's a big old team, so we're all here. So we think that the um, adrenaline will get us through. We've got some stretchers to carry. (laughs) A few stretchers. (laughs) No, we're really, really excited about this event. It's an amazing event. So who thought up the idea? Well, I think it was born from Church's College and the QE Country Park. I think they had this vision that they'd love to do this walk and they'd love a charity partner. And we just feel so blessed that they've chosen us because as you've said, it's our 25th anniversary. The most extraordinary thing is to this day, 25 years ago, we were born. Our inaugural meeting was up on Butzer Hill. So can you imagine when we were asked to do this, what that would mean for us? So I have this vision that we're gonna hit the top of the hill when the sun's rising and it's literally our birthday 25 years on. Oh, how brilliant. Are you planning to sing? <laughs> well, we <laughs> sing happy birthday. Yes, you that get would that. be lovely with the Druids and <laughs> yeah. a bit of drumming. 
So we're actually recording this. You're starting at Queen Elizabeth Country Park and there are buses waiting to take everybody to Old Winchester Hill where you're going to then walk through the night and then end up at Butzer Hill. Hopefully as the sun comes up or just as the sun's come up. Well, what we're hoping, some of us might be a little quicker, but we hope to get there at about... 3 o'clock, 3.30. I think the sun's due to rise or start rising at about 4 o'clock. So we'll meet, the kiosks open, we're going to have a lovely breakfast and then on we do for the final push up to the very, very top, following druids and drumming to bring in the day. So are you working tomorrow? <laughs> I said I'd work from home tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I'd have a bit of a lie-in. But no, I mean, I've got a great team with me and I've got two people that will be hitting up the top of the hill at two o'clock in the morning to welcome us. So we covered in the intro what you do. Just go into a little bit more mm. more detail of what Homestart yeah. Butzer yeah. does. No, so you said we're a family support charity. We cover the southern parishes of East Hampshire and it's such a simple idea. We basically recruit and train volunteers with parenting experience and we match them with families who are struggling, families with little children. There are so many struggles at the moment in life. We're trying to help them to be the best parents they can. So anyone with a child under five can refer themselves to Home Start. We will match them with a volunteer. That volunteer will visit two to three hours every single week until that family's ready to stand alone. It's an amazing charity and has incredible results. And how many people have you got working then with you at Homestar? Well, so I have a small team of incredible people, but m- most impressive is I've got a band of 80 volunteers. 80 volunteers. So I've probably got about 50 of them are out with families, three family groups. So in each of those, volunteers are helping and they'll do other things. So we're always looking for more volunteers to come and join us. Um, I think if you talk to volunteers, they'll say it's one of the most rewarding things they've ever done in their life. So they get as much as the family. So it's a win-win. It's amazing. So what kind of skills are you looking for for people to volunteer? Essentially, it's simple. It's parenting experience. No one is the same. No one parents the same. But we can all do with a little bit of help. So that sort of knowledge of being a parent and the challenges, as well as they come on a 10-week training course with us. So we really sort of work through some of the issues around safeguarding, confidentiality, um, play, all sorts of other things we, we talk through with them. But it's an amazing course. And then when they're ready and they're DBS checked, we'll match them with a the family. And that's their, the beginning of their journey. So I have volunteers who have been here for 21 years. Bear in mind we're 25. I still have volunteers who've been with us that long. That's amazing. Yeah. Are they joining you? They're joining this evening on the walk? Well, we do have one or two joining. I think there's a lot of people who love the idea but haven't quite found their way here yet. But there's a lot of support for this because it's an incredible relationship with churches and, and the other partners. To, for us to be that charity is incredible. And how many from churches are getting involved? Well, I think, hopefully you might be able to talk to Louise, but I think they've got 30 pupils who are keen to do the walk. I think they actually had to cap the number, because you can imagine it's quite tricky the next day with children and school. But I, I believe that 30, 30 pupils will be on the walk, which is also incredible. Oh, how fun. That's yeah. great. Their, their energy will keep you going, no yeah, doubt. Absolutely. Hopefully. How yeah. many are taking part in the walk then, in total? Um, I think it might be between 150 and 200, so we might have to confirm numbers, but it's a really considerable number of people who are really passionate about the walk and hopefully some of them are passionate about our charity so are you raising money along the way wow this is the amazing thing so the ticket price covers the cost of the event but everything else is a donation to our charity so not only is it an amazing thing for us as profile it raises funds for us which is 
just what we need because we do need to keep raising funds. And how can our listeners donate? Well, if they want to donate, they can just go to our website. It's very simple. There's a donate page. So they can just go straight through onto one of our donate um, buttons. and that. And, but obviously, if they're interested in anything more, to ring us, to email us. Um, but yeah, we, 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 we thrive because we have a strong local community, which is borne out by something like this event. That means that we can train more volunteers and support more families. This is the highest number of families ever this year we've supported. So we're in a strong position. And how are families referred? So, can they get in touch yes, with you direct? Yes, so they can. Or? So they can. They can either come straight in through the website or a phone call. That's called a self-referral. We'll pick up any of those that day. Or quite often health visitors, schools, nurseries, any organisation can actually refer a family in. But if they want a bit of help, they just need to get onto our website, press that button, I need support, and we'll be in touch with them. And do they need to be in the East Hampshire area? Yes. So that, that is the, the sort of the criteria. They have to live within our borders. And our borders go from Gretham in the north all the way down to Rowlands Castle in the south. So anyone who lives in that area is eligible for our support. That's quite a wide area. Well, I can yeah. see there are a number of other volunteers from Home Start Butzer raring to go on the walk this evening and overnight. <laughs> Best of luck with oh. it all. Looking forward to hear how it's gone. Thank We've you. We've got um, a couple of people joining from Shine Radio we have, as we well, have. so no doubt there'll be some recordings along the way. Oh, that's brilliant. Nicola, Thank congratulations you. on the 25th anniversary of Home Start. And Thank great you. to talk to you too. Thank you so much. Joining us now is Louisa from Church's College, who is also part of the walk this evening with Home start but so hi Louisa. Hello hi. So we've just heard from Nicola that a number yep. of students from churches are also joining the walk this evening. How many of you are there? Yeah so we actually have 47 students that are walking along ranging between about age 13 right through to 18. Um, some are walking as a school group with uh, teachers and others actually their families are coming along as well so we've got some parents on the walk as well which is fantastic. So did the pupils jump at the chance to join in? Yes absolutely we have a huge kind of adventure um, department at school um, and a lot of them do DOV, 10 tours, that sort of thing so they love this sort of event um, and we actually had to cap the number of students where we, ha- we wanted to bring more um, but just logistically so I think every year we're hoping this is going to grow and grow as a school community event as well. Oh, so it could be an annual Fingers crossed, fingers <laughs> crossed, that's the concept so um, it was obviously a concept that, that we uh, kind of it was born with our kind of conversations with the country park and we had this idea um they had an idea and asked us to come on and and really kind of um promote it and see what we could do logistically to help them um and so yeah we're thrilled that it's come to fruition um and that we could also bring our one of our charity partners Homestart Butter involved as well which is I was going to ask what was the involvement how did you get involved with yeah so um we started talking about the idea of a solstice walk um originally so we run a um Butzer Hill race here um so Churches College organise a running race which is a schools running race but also community involved as well um so the country park asked us or could you help us with this event and we were happy to come in and we sort of suggested can Homestart Butts are also be involved they are one of our charity partners so we do a lot of work with them um, as a school community um, they're hosting their AGM with us in, in a few weeks time um, so the name Homestart Butzer was perfect for the event and um, we really thought it would benefit them in their 25th anniversary year as well um, to just get a bit of exposure and also just get people out walking really. Definitely, best of luck with the walk before, Thank you. before you go. <laughs> Do you all have to go to school tomorrow? 
Well, that's a very good question. We are in school tomorrow, but uh, the headmaster's been very kind. We're going in at lunchtime. Um, so we have a few hours sleep in the morning uh, to recover, and then we'll be back in action at lunchtime. <laughs> Louisa, thank you very much for joining us, and good luck. Thank you. The P stands for Petersfield. I think it's an amazing place to live. The Peapod. There's going to be some organised digging taking place in town in July as the Petersfield Historical Society's chairman, Anne Brooks, revealed to Shine Radio's Noni Knees. Right, well, my name is Anne Brooks and I'm the chairman of the Petersfield Area Historical Society and it's a very important year for us because we're celebrating our Golden Jubilee. So 50 years we've been in existence and... In order to celebrate fully, we've arranged a whole raft of events. So we've got a, a display in the Petersfield Museum and Art Gallery. Um, uh, when does that start? That's started already and that will continue until September. We've had a Jubilee dinner. We're going to have a Jubilee tea as well for our members. We have also organised uh, a children's treasure trail through the town as part of our outreach to youngsters. And uh, next month we have the Petersfield Big Dig, which we are, well, it's really, it's LIS Archaeology is running it in conjunction with the Historical Society. Um, so for the last two weeks of July, which coincides with the Festival of Archaeology fortnight, uh, we will be offering the public a chance to come and see us at the Avenue Playing Fields, where we have permission to put in some test pits. And uh, we are also hoping to explore the Spain as well so we've got permission to dig some test pits there. So the Big Dig is um, really an opportunity for the local archaeology society, LIS Archaeology to explore the history of our town by excavating test pits so these are a small a small area of excavation that's a, a one meter by one meter test pit or a one by two a mini trench um, and by going down through the levels of soil we can work out what the occupation might have been there in years gone by so our major aim really would be to push the history of the town back maybe a thousand years to Roman times because we know that um, the, although the town was officially founded in the 12th century and uh, St Peter's Church in the centre of the town dates from the 12th century that there is very good reason to believe that there were people living here before then. Um, we've got the Bronze Age barrows on the heath, which indicate a prehistoric presence, also evidence of the Iron Age, and very close to Petersfield, um, there's the Roman villa at Strood. So there's no reason to suppose that there wasn't also a presence here in this place during Romano-British times. Um, and, and by extension then through uh, Saxon times up until the Norman times. So it's very important that Petersfield is it's, it's quite key. Yes, so it's a crossroads, if you like, for people who were travelling from Portsmouth to London or um, from, say, Winchester to Chichester, those roads would have crossed here at Petersfield. For the last three weekends in July, we will be based at the Avenue. Um, the public are very welcome to come and see us there. We will be offering children's activities, and we are also offering a programme of guided walks. 
and these guided walks will take people from the museum in the centre of the town round the historic core of the town and um, will take in the avenue where the digging is taking place. And is it important to book? Yes, you will be able to book uh, via Eventbrite and the Petersfield Museum is organising that for us. Details are not yet uh, up on the website but they will be shortly. Why is it important to be able to get involved? Was it important? Because I think it's important for everyone to have uh, an understanding of the town's heritage, uh, the town's history. I think it's enrichment for them, and it's a fun activity. Archaeology. Um, uh, I'm sure lots of people enjoy watching the archaeology programmes on the television, and now we've got this wonderful opportunity to see it in progress here in our town. So tell me again how people get in touch and where they get in touch to be part of this. For more information, they can either go on the Petersfield Area Historical Society website, the Lys Archaeology website, or there is going to be, there is already a dedicated Big Dig website in um, progress. It's the Petersfield Big Dig. It's from the 14th to the 31st of July. Marvellous. Thank you very much. Thank you. That was Anne Brooks from the Petersfield Area Historical Society talking about the big dig. Coming up, has Stephen Martin stayed awake and made it to the end of the walk? Let's find out after our What's On guide. The Peapod Events Guide. What's on in the Petersphere? Gavin Fairhall-Lever graced the stage at the Phoenix Theatre and Arts Centre on Thursday the 29th of June at 8pm. Punk fiddle meets jazz bass and Balkan guitar with a fresh twist on contemporary folk that you won't want to miss. Tickets are £13 each. There's an acoustic open mic evening on Friday the 30th of June at Gallery No. 30. Starting at 7pm, it's free to attend. Petersfield's Methodist Church is hosting a summer evening with Take Note Choir on Friday the 7th of July. This is the first concert in Petersfield and brings folk, gospel, classical and popular songs. Tickets are £10 and the evening starts at 7.30pm. And it's the Langham Brewery Pride Party on Saturday the 8th of July. Taking place at the Langham Brewery near Petworth, the event is free to attend and all are welcome. If you'd rather stay in, there's always your local radio station, Shine Radio, to listen to. Available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. You can listen to a new episode of Talking Books. In this latest edition, Shine Radio's Susie Wilde and One Tree Books' Tim O'Kelly chat about what they're reading this month. To listen to Talking Books and more, go to shineradio.uk, bringing you also great music and local information all day long. If you're running an event, get it in the guide at shineradio.uk. He's been wandering along the South Downs Way for many an hour for the dusk till dawn walk in support of Homestart Butzer. Has he made it to the end at Butzer Hill? <laughs> Let's hear from our intrepid adventurer, Stephen Martin. Hello, Claire. Hello, Joff. Uh, we are on Butzer Hill. Uh, the walk has finished. We have completed the task from Beacon Hill to Butzer. And uh, just to prove it, I've got some... I'm going to bring in some evidence now from Lucy, Olive and Neve. Lucy, how was it for you? I mean, it was pretty, pretty <laughs> gruelling, but we, it's, what a huge achievement. We're really proud of ourselves. And it's the summer solstice. Um, is it bringing out your inner druid yet? Um, yeah, we're waiting to see the sunrise with a nice warm drink, hoping that it will warm us up. <laughs> yeah, what about you, Ollie? 
um, yeah, we've really enjoyed it. It's been a bit of a challenge, um, but yeah, we've really enjoyed sort of the camaraderie of it and sort of getting to know some new people. Um, and yeah, the challenge overall has been really nice. Yeah. A challenge for you, Neve. What was the biggest challenge for you? I think definitely the hills. There were more hills than we actually anticipated. Um, and just it's the South Downs, you know. I know, but <laughs> we were we were expecting the big final butter hill, and but there were some in between that we just weren't anticipating to be as steep. But the actual event of it has been amazing, and having all the pit stops and everything that's been provided has been fantastic. And Lucy, you've got connections with the charity that is benefiting from tonight's event. Yeah, so we are from a primary school in Winchester and we're very aware of the impact that the charity has and we think it's really, really important, um, which is why we thought it was such a great idea to support and raise money for it. And it's Homestart Butter, of course. Absolutely, yeah. And what is it about their work that um, most inspires you? I think there is a huge lack of resource generally at the moment for families and young children and actually we know that they will do over and above and whatever they can to support those families that need the extra help. So it's really useful that they are there. Excellent. Well, congratulations, all three of you, for completing the walk. How are your toes, Ollie? Yeah, they're okay. I think the heels of my feet are worse, um, but I think we kept singing on the way through, <laughs> and we've, we've had a lot of Haribo, so I think that's helped. Okay, yeah. Haribo and possibly a lot of Radox to yes. come. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely, definitely. Right. Lucy, Olive, Neve, lovely to speak to you. Thanks for being on Shine Radio. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank you. Girls Football is burgeoning and Peterson Town Juniors Football Club is supporting the growth as Shine Radio's Julie Butler found out when she visited the club during the recent Six-A-Side tournament. Hi, I'm Julie Butler from Petersfield Shine Radio. I went along to meet everyone from Petersfield Town Juniors Football Club. I caught up with some of their volunteers to find out what makes their club so special. I'm Akira Nell, um, who's been the organiser this weekend for the Petersfield Town Juniors Six-A-Side. Kieran, how do you think it's gone? Yeah, it's gone really well, actually. Yeah, we've had massive, massive lot of help, which is always a good thing. Uh, the weather's been on our side, more so sat yesterday, a um, bit cooler today. But yeah, it's been a fantastic, uh, fantastic weekend. And yeah, just so enjoyable as well. It's just brilliant to see the kids having so much fun as well. That's what it's all about at the end of the day. How many teams and how many, how many players have taken part? I believe it's... 297 teams or something around that and it's about two and a half thousand children that take part and that obviously doesn't include the siblings that come along to watch their brothers sisters play so there's been yeah loads and loads of children here all all having fun by the looks of things so this has always been one of the highlights of the football um, tournament round why do you think this one is so popular it always seems to be that way I just think it's just the sheer size of it. I think the size of it uh, brings in the attention and everybody seems to want to come down and win this tournament, which is great for us. Um, Unfortunately, it means it's harder for us to win the competitions, but um, there's nothing wrong with a bit of competition. So, yeah, I think that's what makes it so big. And we keep trying to improve. Every year we try and improve things, add new things to to the tournament to make it better and better for people to come along and enjoy it. I have Connor and Sam with me. They've just come off the football pitch. Did you win, guys? Um, we were very close and it was a very um, close game. Does that mean you don't go through to the next round? Uh, we've only played two games, but um, we might get the cup, but we, we uh, it's bigger a chance for the play. Ah, oh, right. So you are playing for the under... Nines. Under nines, right. So what do you like about Petersfield Town Juniors? Uh, they're quite supportive. Quite supportive? 
Well, we get to run around a lot and then, yeah, we get quite, it's quite good exercise. Brilliant. And there's lots of you, isn't there? Lots of different teams and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to stay, you're going to carry on playing football? Yeah. Um, we have a couple of visitors at the town, Peterville Town Juniors tournament. Um, you're from Beacon Hill Football Club. So what do you think about sunny Petersfield? Lovely. Yeah, it's a great tournament. We've been here a few years, so... Yeah, it's really good. Every year it's very well organised. And it's nice when the weather's like this as well, rather than raining. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is, isn't it? I mean, Although it's... it's quite hot, so, yeah. It's, it's very, yeah, around. very muggy, very muggy. So I can see that the girls' teams are just getting bigger and bigger um, from looking around. There's more ponytails than, than I've ever seen before. It's exciting. And that's the boys. <laughs> and that's yes, the boys. it is, definitely. It's a great time for women's football uh, with what the Lionesses have achieved and stuff as well. It really is inspiring for them. So, yeah, it's lovely to see. Lovely to see it growing. So there's a real increase in, in all, all age groups? Yep, yeah, there's a lot of increase. We've got something like... Uh, 120 players at Beacon Hill, girls players. Um, so yeah, we've got several age groups. So well, all of the age groups right up from age under eights, I think they start, right up to under 17s. And we've just started a ladies team there as well. So yeah, cool. Yeah, it's brilliant. Okay, so I'm with some of the girls teams now. Um, I've got two, two girls in front of me. Your names are? Vicky. Annie. Well, how long have you been playing football? Um, I've been playing for this team for six years, I think. I think. And I've been playing three years. Yeah. So what, what, what brought you to do football over any other sport? Um, well, I had been playing beforehand, but I got introduced to it by uh, an older player who isn't playing anymore. But I started and I just really enjoyed it, so I've been here ever since. Wow. Yeah, I'm pretty much the same. I like, started playing at primary school and really enjoyed it. And then I thought, why not join a team? And yeah, it's been since then. So is aspirations of being one of the lionesses at some point? Yeah, I mean, potentially. I wouldn't mind playing in army football, though, because that'd be, yeah, that'd be a bit more realistic. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I, I love playing, but I sort of see it as more of a hobby. So I've, well, yeah, no, I, I, re- yeah. I enjoy it, but I sort yeah. of, as far as I want to take it. More of a fitness thing then. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> lovely. Thank you, girls. Thank you. I'm also here with John Lowe, who is... Um, the manager overall for all the girls teams i believe john yes uh, so head of all girls and and women's football so we've um, got four teams at the moment but we're going up seven to eight next season with maybe a women's team as well so the, we're going to double in size hopefully going into next season so yeah girls football's growing really quickly it's great is that the lioness effect do you think I think that's had a big effect, yeah. I think uh, with the uh, all the games they've played and everyone going to those matches and being on television, it's really inspired a lot of girls to play, especially the younger age groups, the under-10s, under-9s, under-8s. Uh, and the local schools are great as well, encouraging lots of girls' football as well. So, uh, yeah, we're creating a great little community and they all seem to really enjoy it. Yeah, they, look, they look as if they're really getting on well together. And I think... <clears throat> that's something about team sport isn't it that they all gel and they all there's like that all for one one for all sort of idea of things and you can just see it when you're looking around here today yeah no absolutely i think it's important you know how to win how to lose you know, how to respect the opposition compete hard on the pitch but then afterwards uh, shake hands and have a bit of a laugh whether you've won or lost anyway uh two of them are over there just pulling faces at me so there you go um so no i think they and they all muck in really well together they're all at different schools they all have got a great team spirit um a lot of them have been with us five years or so so they stick at it and it's yeah it's lovely it's really good Hi, I'm with Richard Lawrence um, from Peterville Town Junior. How many seasons have you been with the, t- the club now, Richard? 
um, around 15 years. Well, so you're always here volunteering um, and you're part of one of the teams, I believe? Yeah, um, under 12 Mavericks, which I do with Ben Bentley. How are they doing? Did they do well this season? Uh, yeah, they won their league without losing the game. And I think they only conceded about nine goals in the league. So this club, it's special, isn't it? Special to everybody that's involved in it. Um, what does it mean to you? Uh, well, it's just a part of my life, I think. You know, because I've been doing it so long now. So. The friendships and everything else that you yeah. make. Yeah. Oh, I've made so many friends through the club. I'm Julia Nesbitt and I'm the club welfare officer at Petersfield Town Juniors. Our top priority is to keep the children safe and enjoying football. Oh, we've got about 40-something teams and it's growing because there's now more girls' teams coming on. And thanks to the success of women's football of late, and there's more girls interested in the sport and we're proud to be able to accommodate them in the club. Does that bring more challenges, though, the more um, more girls and boys that you have playing together? Does that produce any challenges for the club in any way? I think our challenges are always, I mean, are having enough pitches for the uh, number of teams that we have, So, and also getting the volunteers, and we rely heavily on all the parents that come forward to help run the teams, because without them we wouldn't be able to have um, as many teams as we do. And it's the spirit of the game as well, isn't it? It's the spirit of them all joining together in teams. So there's that welfare, well-being aspect as well, uh, which I think you probably try to instigate into the kids as well. It's not just about the winning. Exactly. It's all about having fun, enjoying it. It's a fun sport, a fun activity, and you can play at any level, boys, girls young and old everybody can play and we are we are very focused on the well-being of our club and our teams and we've actually recently done a little thing with east hampshire and east hans minds charity we've got some flags here behind us um just to remind people that we also talk about mental well-being and mental health uh, within the club and uh, it's not a taboo subject and we just want everybody to be well and enjoy the football so i'm with mark wood mark your dad started all of this how many years ago do you know what? i do not exactly remember the exact date but it was probably in the late 70s maybe early 80s so maybe 40 to 45 years ago him and my mum uh, and a whole army of volunteers took on this project and um, to see it now growing it's just fabulous it's just fabulous I can't believe how many how many kids are here and parents and adults I know that when your dad started it, it was a handful of teams that he had then. To see what you've got now, I think probably Peaceful Down Juniors has done him very proud. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think when it all started, you never know quite what it's going to become. But to see it now, I think would be beyond his wildest dreams, to be quite honest. And um, how many people it's touched, players, parents, grandparents, and then the next generations that come along. It, it's just incredible. And I think something that the whole... The whole town of Petersfield should be very proud of, yeah. Okay, so with Ben Bentley. Ben, what's the uh, future of this club? I mean, looking at the success of what we got in the tournament at the moment, uh, I see you've got so many players here. Yeah, so um, obviously with football growing quite considerably in Petersfield, it's, uh, it's, it's starting to uh, outgrow what we currently have. So we're up to about uh, 46 teams with the girls' side growing as well which is brilliant, which is fantastic, but it causes complications in its own right. So we're looking at extra pitch space, uh, changing facilities, and, and the ability to make our own money through kind of a canteen cafe style um, facility. So um, these are all things that we're currently investigating and hopefully in the future we'll have something to say about them. 
Okay, so I know there's lots of meetings going on at the moment. So Penn's Place is probably the place at the moment to look at this? I would say at the moment, the way that the club is um, separated over Love Lane and Penn's Place, Penn's Place would be the, the common approach to, to take. So with the space that's available, we may be able to make um, better use of our pitches and, our, and add more pitches in and then maybe some kind of facility that we can start to use as well. The P stands for Petersfield. I can't believe that we live in such a idyllic place. The Peapod. And that's it for this week's Peapod. Thank you for joining us. Thank you to our guests this week, Nicola Winter, Louisa from Churches, Anne Brooks with Noni Knees, Julie Butler with members of Petersfield Town Juniors Football Club and Stephen Martin on the Dust Till Dawn Walk. Thanks also to our editor, M. Sefton-Smith, and to the Shine Radio team. So from Claire and I this week, bye. bye! Come on, Petersfield, let's build a band. A beat from Dragon Street and a snare from the square. A bass from Penn's Place, a gliss from Liss, and a fill from Bell Hill. Ooh, some vocals from us locals. And the Dave Gilmore of Tilmore. Only Petersfield's Shine Radio plays original music from local musicians. The Local Showcase with Mandy P is sponsored by Brickyard Studios. Petersfield's professional recording studio, rehearsal space and PA hire. The Local Showcase, Thursday nights at 9 and always online at shineradio.uk.